I, did the the test recording work? Yeah, I just I, pick up yeah. everything. It's picking it up a little bit of the movie in the background, but there's nothing that I'm going to be able to do about that. That's right. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to bring have a headphone cords. Yeah, long. I'm not buying all that shit. No, that's right. fine. Plus, what's yeah. is that a problem that it's on there? No. Because people will listen to us while watching them. Yeah. If they are watching the movie and listening to I'd say, when I tried time. to listen to the Big Trouble and Little China. Little China or whatever, it was in my car. So, yeah. like, <laughs> I got, like, five true. minutes in, and I was like, God, all right, I don't know what the hell you guys are doing. I can't, yeah, you can't, you can't, can't really do, do that. Well, we well, should have an intro. We yeah, should. we can just do an intro yeah. now, because, in yeah. fact, I'm leaving the Big Trouble in Little China thing in. <laughs> so, we've already started. Oh, you already started. I didn't even... I, well, you didn't started, do the countdown. Always record. Well, always record. I said I'm going to hit record now just because I figured, you know, I'll just cut it. But That yeah. works, too. Yeah, whatever. But I, I really like that big trouble in China thing about being in the car. So uh, That's fine. And also, this is the main topic. Yeah. I don't remember what episode number it is, but hey, guys, welcome to Bag Mordcast, episode number 396, 97. It's a very special know. episode. It's uh, 390, yeah, it's, I think 396. Yeah, it's one of them. Uh, doing things a little bit different today. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm John. I'm Paul. And we're joined by super friend of the show, Greg. Uh, Hello. Greg, you're a super friend of the show because you've been on the show and you've brought us beer. That's, yes. So that's yes. more than just being a regular friend. I, I'm also more than just a regular man, so it makes sense. We and, also have Super Pup, Ampersand. Yeah, keep keep your shit the down. the jingle jangle of his chain. <laughs> yep. A uh, little bit different episode this time. Uh, this is the next part of the Great Marvel Movie Retrospective. This is part number 10. Uh, we're going to be talking about 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy, directed by James Gunn. Uh, also, we're not just going to be talking about the movie, we're going to be watching it. So this is going to be something of a live commentary. Mm-hmm. We've done this once before. With a movie that Paul hadn't seen, so it kind of ruined the whole effect of it. And why he didn't tell us he hadn't seen it, we, we don't know. No, we mentioned how I didn't see it. Did and then, That was then, the thing. That was the you thing. were watching it for the first, first time. time, and listeners could listen to me listen watch it for the first time. And if they in retrospect, seen it, that probably wasn't that great. <laughs> I, I guess I kept on just watching the movie. Like, am I supposed to be trying to make sense of it, or is it just the eighties weird, just slapsticky? Yeah, these scenes together in the movie. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. Lopan, Lopan, Action. But, uh, yeah. Pork so, Chop Express. If you hear the movie in the background, it's just because, you know, we're all sitting around the living room watching the movie. And also to help you know when to be yeah, synced yeah. up to it. Yeah, yeah. So you'll be able to know when to watch, when to watch it. The bug is not a bug, it's a feature. So, yeah. So this is not going to be... <laughs> this is not going to be something that you can just sit there and listen to. This is a little bit more active listening on your part. So do some homework. Go rent, buy, or download Guardians of the Galaxy. Or just, or just until November 12th. Yeah. Which this will probably get posted after that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to hit play on my uh, Blu-ray player in uh, three. Like, here's your countdown, well, but here's the thing. <laughs> but it's going to ask like, oh, do you want to restart this? Because it says right now you're an hour and fifty nine oh, okay. minutes into it. Okay, so guess what? So I'm going to hit play. Here's a countdown in three, two, one. And, and now we're still, we're still, there. It goes. I, I hit pause. Uh, FBI. FBI. Uh, and so, as we start every show, uh, we started with a beer, and this is 2014's Bigfoot Barley Wine Ale from Sierra Nevada. Uh, we've been kind of uh, with Chris in town doing. Hey, a bit I'm of in a, Buffalo. Oh yeah, that's right. We didn't mention it on this show. 
we've been doing a bit of a cellar raid, and um, so this is a 2014 barley wine. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had this. It's probably been about two years since I've had, like, the aged versions of this, which we are drinking the same years, but, again, aged two more years. Um, yeah, they've, like, the 13 that we had before this pre-show and then the 14 now, they've really just, like, kind of aged out and, like, you still get that tannin teaness off of it, but there's not a lot of, like, that barley on it. No, there's no big, big, bold flavors to it. It's very mellow. Mm-hmm. But it still does, I mean, the 13... drying yeah. barley wine kick at the end. Yeah. Like this, that barley finish. The 13 had a little bit more of a sweet nose to it than I'm getting here with the 14, but... It's not bad. Delicious. It is. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm glad we're splitting them this bottle four ways because I think it would be like too much for me to just drink a full bottle of it just because it does have that cotton mouth feeling to it after you take a sip. So uh, young Peter's walking into the hospital to see his dying mother dying of cancer. Uh, but she's got that cool Snoopy card. Yeah. And he's got a black eye. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Did they say that he got into a fight earlier? Yeah, literally, it's what she's saying right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a fighter. And the uh, the actress playing the mom actually is in Captain America, the first Avenger, playing one of the girls that Steve goes on the date with. Oh. In the beginning. I also see her later with more hair in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. And the uncle there is uh, James Gunn's staple. It's been in every movie he's made since Slither. Hmm. It's an uncle? I always thought that was supposed to be his grandfather. Yeah. Is it grandfather? I don't know. I just assumed it was his... We never see him again, so it truly doesn't matter. You see him You see him in the car in Guardians 2. I see him uh, Christmas time every year, about this time. When he comes... When he's uh, getting Macaulay Culkin shit for... Because isn't that the dad from Home Alone? No, it's not at all. That's not? No. Not even close. They were both wearing red shirts in their respective I could kind of see that. No, it doesn't look anything like it. No, I could kind of see that, like an aged version of Kevin McAllister's dad. Kevin McAllister's dad had less hair in that movie than he does right now. It's an old man with fresh hair. But it takes place in the past, though. It's not Earth, in the past. And here's the scene where Marvel first said, Disney, please buy us. See, we can kill mothers, too. Yeah. Like, we can do it. Poor timing on Ego's part, though, sending uh, the Ravagers to get him right after his mom dies. Well, he killed her, so... Yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah. It was planned. I just want to know, like, what hospital has this much green space? It was the 80s. It was the 80s. They're in, uh... Yeah, it would be woods, then. I mean, he's not like a football field. Well, no, he's in the Mars with all the fog. Uh, when I first saw this movie, I had to take a call for work. And basically, I walk in now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I didn't actually miss anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you missed like, stuff, I, but... That's what I do, like, when I play uh, Finding Nemo for my kids or Bambi. Like, I skip that first scene <laughs> just to avoid any tears. And we go from there. At that point, it's just a single dad story. It's fine. I think it should be noted, the first time Paul and I saw this movie, we were talking about how 
terrible this movie was going to be, and we celebrated the end of Marvel before we were going in, laughing at it the entire way. I mean, that was a lot of people, though. A lot of people saying, like, hey, you know what, This nobody knows the Guardians of the Galaxy. Even us as comic book fans, we had nothing invested in the Guardians of the Galaxy. We constantly try to dip our toe into it uh, with the Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning mm-hmm. books that were coming out. But And we reviewed one of the volumes for... Uh... We, we tried the Brian Michael Bendis written one the first issue yeah we've done we've yeah. done a lot for look back but uh trading policy yeah. somebody did I did it just recently yeah not too long well recently for us episode wise it means like a year ago now but you know they just said Vin Diesel is Groot and I always forget that Vin Diesel does Groot because why do you need an A-list actor to say three words because when I an well, A-list actor I, I think at this point, after the Fast and the Furious movies and the Pacifier coming soon <laughs> to Disney Plus, November twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Um, I think it's cool too. He does all the Groot lines for all the other movies too. Like, yeah, because he like, gets paid more. He'll, well, no, he'll <laughs> he'll he'll dub it in you know Chinese, French, Spanish. Like he's he's Groot in every language. It just seems like one of those jokes that the producers. Due to, like, the accounting firm, like, why did you spend this much money on voice? Oh, uh, yeah, we got Vin Diesel. Okay, what's he saying? Three words. Like, oh, okay. Oh, just once? No, no. He says a little differently different a few now. times. Can we do that with the computer now? Maybe. Oh, look, a space dog. Uh, that dog is actually James Gunn's dog. Also appears in all of his movies. Fun fact. These are fun facts. That's why people come and listen to this while driving. See, that's why cars. you should. That's why you should listen to this. <laughs> Not because we have a lot of dead air. Just do this one from the yeah, bottom. This will be the. You just need to up your game and finish the I, one you got we there. Was, we sipped the last like ounce of beer that we it's had. It's because we were watching hour. that stupid Disney Plus thing. Chris Pratt making his first appearance. The Star Lord. And this is where it gets really fun. This is what sets the tone for for the Guardians it's, of the Galaxy right. I, movies. I deserved it, apparently. You get ready how different this beer tastes. Also, we're getting the soundtrack hand-curated by James Gunn. This is the first time I've watched this scene since seeing oh, yeah. uh, Endgame, 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 where we see the scene in a different way. So he's an idiot. I remember like seeing this opening night at the theater, people just dying during everything mm-hmm. here, because it's so different from everything else we've had. Um, well, this beer is significantly better. Yeah, I think. yeah still tastes like a barley it, wine. Mm-hmm. Is it older or is it? Younger? This, this is, is a, the youngest of them. This yes, is the, the, okay. Two thousand fifteen. Okay. Was was that the was that the year this movie came skeleton? out? Was that the was that one of a uh, Maybe? Beta no, Ray Bill's people? Uh, could it be. Uh, it's an alien skull. I think this was 14. This is his Mario-style uh, rocket uh, His Mario-movie-style rocket <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh The day after this movie came out, I went to work the next day, because I had gone to see it that night, and someone I worked with, Elliot, he had gone to a different screening of it, and he went into the movie High... Absolutely loved it, but couldn't remember anything that happened. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "I loved it, but I need to go back and see it again." But it was awesome, but I don't remember it. Yeah. There it is. Secret, know, like, secret Infinity much... Stone. 
don't know how much runtime those uh, jetpacks on his feet have, but if I had those, like, I wouldn't walk much. I would just kind of be doing that everywhere. So, do we get the story about how he come, goes from being part of the Nebula Corps, or not the Nebula Corps, but the Nova Corps? The Star Force? Yeah, to, uh, to being a jerk, working for uh, basically Thanos and or, and, uh... Well, because he's with the same guy. Yeah, because he's with Ronan he's the Accuser. Ronan the Accuser. So, so that, they've retired and they've become. Well, no, the war ended, but their battle didn't. Well, yeah, they're still story. they're still fighting. So that could be something that they address later on in you know Captain Marvel too, if they keep kind of going back through their history. Eighty-eight. That's still checked out. Yeah, checks. Uh, the actor too is playing the. I can't think of his name. Who's playing the? You can't think of the actor's name. It's like impronounceable. But he's a huge comic book fan, and he's been in. Uh, he was in Constantine. He, yeah, he was the angel or whatever, right? Uh, no, he was uh, Brother Voodoo. Oh, he's he was Brother Voodoo. Okay. And then um, he was the Wizard Shazam in the Shazam movie. And I believe there's another comic book movie that he's been in, other than Captain Marvel in this. Um, but yeah, he's a huge comic book fan. Since we're recording this live and I didn't take notes, I'm usually a little bit more prepared for this kind of crap, so I'm just pulling up the IMDb for Guardians of the Galaxy right now, just so we have that stuff. And I think this is something that you and Paul talked about because when you mentioned it the other day, it was news to me that we were doing the live commentary. Oh yeah, no, well, we, no, we talked about it being a live commentary yeah. well before. We talked about doing it with Greg, but not as yes. a live commentary. And thank you for sending the invitation. Well, you said when we this first, is what I wanted to do when we first started doing them. You well, said it you was just going to be a look back. It wasn't going to be yeah. a commentary. Yeah, right, right, right. Because this is the movie where different. I became a diehard Marvel fan. This this was the movie that did it. Uh, his name's Digimon Hansu. Playing Korath. I was going to say... Uh, it takes a really good meeting here. Why do you always wear seatbelts? I do really like his cockpit shit. You know, it's very reminiscent of, like, cool things. They do, you know, Star Wars stuff with those big old, uh, you know, levers. What happened? Hey, uh, 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 Maurice. Maurice. Look, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I forgot you're here. She's wearing, uh, the character's wearing the t-shirt that he was kidnapped in. Mm-hmm. Ah, was in the first scene. Something awesome. Of now that, that fits anything. Yeah. That, uh, creature, that alien creature that we're seeing, it, it, to me it's supposed to be like a spoof of Star Trek, where there's always, like, the green yeah. sex. They're all, like, humanoid, aliens. just different color people. But no, like, in Star Trek, there was always that, yeah. the green ones that were just, like, hypersexual. And that's, that's all their only purpose. Oh, she's still around. I thought it was one of the best. Yeah, I'm just calling. Well, she's done after this. 
Michael Rooker. Popping him in as Yandu Undanta. Also been in every movie he's done since uh, Slither. You're really coming around to Yandu in uh, Guardians Volume 2. Michael Rucker is known for playing those heavies and those bad guys, and this is like one of his most likable roles. Uh, over, over on the right there, you get Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, who's also uh, Kraglin and the stand-in on set for Rocket Raccoon. Which one of these guys becomes Taserface? It's gonna be that guy, right? Doesn't he look like? I, I think Taserface is just Taserface. I think yeah. he's just one of the other Ravagers. And he's um, he's a uh, character actor. Let me look it up because he's he's been in tons of stuff, but you'd never like you always go, oh yeah, that guy. I I don't know that guy. Yeah. Or I would think he's in Home Alone. Is yeah. there a reason like that? Maybe the comic book displayed this that Quill is the only one of Yondu's Ravagers that has his own ship. So. I think they all, like, different ones have their own ship, because you'll see them kind of at the end, they all fly around, and their hub is the big ship that they uh, have. That's right, at the end, when they're flying, okay. And this is kind of his ship that he's just taken. The Milano. The Milano. What's the Milano? Also, shout out to Lee fucking Pace, who's just completely badass in this movie. Yeah, this is like a... chewing up scenery. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I think... I remember when I realized that this was the guy from that... Yeah, the pie, pie maker. The yeah, pie maker. Duh, pushing daisies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, that guy's got range. <laughs> that was sad. No, even like, compared to like Malekith from Thor the Dark World, I would rather watch Lee Pace chew the scenery than uh, Christopher Eccleston. Like, when it comes to like, creepy alien villains, like, Pace you know nails it. I ever thought he did a good job of this too, because it, you understood what he was doing. There was a war, then it stopped, he didn't want it time. He was that simple evil that a good origin story needs because you don't want too much. And you can understand he's a zealot, and mm-hmm. they yeah, it makes sense. Like you, it but all, then just, like it all to see him sense. in this, and then like the Hobbit, like we're just like, completely different. He's uh, oh, yeah, Legolas's he's, uh, dad. Yeah, he's, oh. the elf. he's like the elf yeah. king. Karen Gillan, Zoe Zeldonada. Again, I I like both these characters a lot more in Guardians Volume Two. Mm-hmm. Like when well, they're at, more redeemed. Well, at that point too, like, it seems like their characters are more in on the joke. Like they're and you've gotten to know the character more. Well, especially the beginning of two, where she's just like the whole bit with the fruit that's not ripe. Like, <laughs> it's not ripe yet. Right. It's like she hasn't even gone through her character arc yet, yeah. but still, there's that jokey spot. I get, I get what you're saying. Um, so Taserface is Chris uh, Chris Sullivan, who's. Um, from This Is Us with a TV series. Never seen it. He was on The Nick. Uh, oh. He was Benny Hammond on Stranger Things. He's the chef in the beginning that takes in oh, Eleven that that's killed. So was anyone else kind of mad that... You got a second. Uh, was anyone else sad that Bradley Cooper didn't do a Cockney accent for Rocket? 
Now, I had heard... There it is. Stanley. Maybe you guys know if this is true, but I had heard that he didn't even want to do this cameo, Stanley. Like, everyone was so nervous about the success of this movie. It seems very anti-Stanley, like he'd do a cameo for anything with from his properties, but I don't... Well, it's just he, he said he yeah. wasn't sure about who these characters were anymore, and he didn't actually. Well, he had, yeah, he had nothing to do with them. Anything to create them? Oh, really? He didn't do anything. Okay. They just put him in because it's a Marvel movie, so it's kind of expected at that point. I guess I just always assumed he created everybody, but I mean, there obviously there were other people working there, and these guys had to have been relatively newer to the scene than from, you know, the comparatively to Thor. The seventies. Right, so, I mean, 60s, 70s. But even then, that's that like a is... completely different version of the Guardians <laughs> than what we have today. Like, that's the Guardians you see at the end of Volume 2 with, like, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, like, more like the Ravagers yeah. is what the Guardians were? Yeah. Well, it's those characters were. Oh, okay. Were the original. Because Groot was, like, an enemy at some point, I think I read. And then, um, I know Drax was, like, a human. In the comics or something. Yeah, he's a human that went, went through all this uh, body morphing and engineering to become comic book magic, whatever. Uh, but Paul's and Chris have both finished the 2015. Yeah. Um, did we officially go over it? Or no, we didn't really talk about it too much because we were kind of getting the character introductions. Uh, no, the 2015 is definitely more in line with what the Bigfoot is. Like, I get a lot more like that barley wine, like flavor sweetness out of it so bigfoot barley wine age it at most four years yeah anything over that like it's still drinkable it's still good but you actually taste that oaky sweetness that you want yeah Yeah. i'm enjoying i enjoy quite a bit and that's why it clicked out so smooth no yeah it went went down quick i think i drank that one faster than the rest of them it actually makes me want to brew again because i've been told that barley wines are easier to brew than traditional beers yeah you get a good high ABV off of them. Yeah, which means that you can let them sit forever, so you can make large batches at a time. So at the time that I saw this movie, I hadn't seen Avatar yet. I just saw Avatar within the past, like, two years, so I didn't know really too much of who... Like Pandora Avatar, right? Not yeah. The Last Airbender. Oh, no, I had seen it, Last Airbender. The animated series is great. So we uh, saw Lana was in another... DC comic book movie, The Losers. Oh, that's right, she was with Chris Evans. Yep. AKA Captain America. I forgot about that one. Yeah, most people do. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. One of the best versions of the A teams. It was DC Vertigo. Yeah, and they made it into an A team movie. Jesus. Robert Picani. She is very lithe. I'm surprised she's able to take Chris Pratt falling on her so well. And Chris Pratt, man, did he slim down for his role? He was hired. They never said for him to like lose weight. He just went and did it and got a superhero bod. They hired him because they wanted him to be the. He was funny, but they thought it'd be fine if Star Lord was chunky. No, but I mean this. I mean, as much as I love him in Parks and Rec, this movie made him like a star. Like this, oh, yeah. this elevated him into like not this just the Marvel movies, but Jurassic World. Guy from that show. 
And by the time uh, Endgame comes around, he's one sandwich away from being fat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this movie flops. He doesn't do Jurassic World. Like, how much is this Jurassic Or if he doesn't do this, he doesn't do Jurassic World. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Or that, what was that other space movie he did? Just split up between the two. Novacore. I gotta say, considering the level of violence we saw, I would say it's a pretty bad response time to this. <laughs> Especially because this is like their like, headquarters. Like, they're just down the street. It's like the middle. It's like, it looks like it's in the middle of a populated area. It's like doing all this stuff on uh, Broadway. Okay, it'd be crazy. Wreck It Ralph. I forget his real name right now. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Good in this movie. John C. Riley is good at everything he does. <laughs> I mean, there's like an earnestness to him. Like, I buy it. So when they lock up Gamora, you would think she would be a higher risk threat than Star Prince. You know, like you would think that she'd go some in a higher. Well, it looks like they just threw them all to a height. Just you know, let's just throw them for the prison asteroid. Glenn Close, Nova Prime. Again, cool that they have Glenn Close, but it could have literally been anybody. I don't know. After watching that Disney thing and seeing her so much <laughs> as Cruella, like this is just the hell. Yeah, yeah, it's just par for the course. Peter Serafanowitz, uh, the voice of Darth Maul, Stanley with a C, and also in uh, Shaun of the Dead, he's the roommate. Oh. That's right, he's the... Left the door open again. So now she's a political, political prisoner since she's working for the guy that Glenn Close just said, hey, yeah, it would make stop, sense we're on it. For, for Nova Prime, it would make sense, like, can we utilize her for something that we, she clearly won't be killed in ten minutes, which is what the plan is. But also, don't they say that Groot is like a one of his kind thing here? But then Thor says that everyone knows their language on Asgard. Like it, oh yeah, yeah. He, well, they took it. He took it as an elective. Yeah, but that means that the Asgardians are well versed. Yeah, I took in, Latin as an elective. Oh, that's a, that's a super dead language. Yeah, but there were people. There were multiple people that conversed in Latin at a time. Right. According to this, there's no other Groots. This broke ass Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia there. <laughs> uh, and to answer your question, I don't I don't mind that Rocket's not Cockney. I think the voice that he does do leave you know, it fits it perfectly. Fits. It fits No, it's not. That's why I said it's a broadcast version of him. You guys can't see it. Looks it looks more like Lindsay Well Miranda. <laughs> 
holding that book is wrong and giving it to me. issue I have too is if they like so they say in Captain Marvel there's like a universal translator right so that's why they can speak to aliens and all that stuff mm-hmm. why does that not work on group or for group mm-hmm. maybe his language isn't in there maybe they gotta get that elective in that program the... man seriously Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta. Or surely time came because he got. Yeah, like, what, yeah. where's the chicken? Where's the egg there? Like, is it. You probably don't have that scene if he's a chubby dude. Mm. Or you do and just played for laughs. Yeah, played for laughs. I think you would. Get to see all the scourge and cybernetics implanted in a uh, rocket. Are you talking about uh, Nathan Fillion yeah, coming Nathan up? Fillion up. Are you talking about the dude from uh, Troma? What's his name, John? Uh, Lloyd. Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman. Thank you. He's blanking out on it. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman with the Troma movies gave James Gunn his first break uh, directing. Tromeo and Juliet. <laughs> Is that dude right there? <laughs> The old dude? Yeah, the old dude. It's the guy that made Toxic Avenger. Oh. Oh, they were shooting, they were aiming at Gamora there and missed it. Like I said, we got a rep. A lot of prisoners here have lost their families to Ronan and his goons. Still has the day, cops. The guards will protect her, right? They're here to stop us from getting out. They don't care what we do each other inside. Whatever nightmares the future holds. Check out the news. I'm gonna smother you up in a goblin of urine. That's Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, James Gunn, work together. They'll be in Suicide Squad. Yeah. And he had a cameo from Slytherin as well. Also had a cameo in Guardians 2 as um, Wonder Man. Oh, yeah, he's in the background. Yeah, he's on the poster. Posters in the background is the Wonder Man character. I forget what his real name is. Who's also an actor. Simon Williams? It's a boring name. Sounds about right. It's Uh, definitely Simon. What's the next beer that we have here, John? Uh, It's not on the label. This is Bourbon County Barley Wine aged in bourbon barrels from 2017. Nice. There's Drax. There's Drax. Dave Bautista. WWE star. Entertainer. Entertainer? 
Who's, yeah. who's great in this film? Oh, yeah. He's, I, he, he's he does really well. Too. He, he um, really good in Blade Runner. I still have to see that one. Oh, it's excellent. But this is fa- a fantastic beer. It is. Uh, yeah. The, I would taste the, uh, the, the barrels. The barrel's the not really yeah. there. And but I don't like barrel-aged stuff. So if this you is look kinda... on the label, this is probably like close to 13%. I think the label's gone. No, it's on the top. I, be- I believe it because I think the spirit would sneak up on you. You're closer to the late pass that back. Yeah. So, this is one of these things with uh, comic book movies. Like, you see her, like, take down so many people later on, like, without much effort, even though she just isn't armed. Well, even just, like, the scene before this when yeah. she's, like, trying to catch Quill. You're like, come on, she could have done a couple chops, a couple kicks, dropped down, you know, and probably taken these guys out. So it almost seems, yeah, it's like this constant, uh, you know, ability and power flow. Like, 14.4%. Oh, damn. Um, yeah. and this has, like, a great, like, cookie-sweet nose on it. Just under two years. Um, I figured to go with another barley wine. No, uh, we have a wheat wine to follow. Ooh, I love wheat wines, too. I this mean, is great. Is that what you're looking for, Paul? Yeah. I'm like, why is she getting letting herself get dragged all this way? I guess maybe it just at this point she's just along for the ride, like go with the flow. Like, I think she also just is, I think, fine with maybe even dying. Just yeah, like, a little suicidal know. wish right there. Isn't a thorax a midsection? Like, how do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah on a bug. Yeah, he great balance of like just humor yep. and action and just darkness because I mean this movie is pretty dark that's a prison scene right now All right. a prison movie I don't know how you get out of it when you're in Disney World but you know or Disney World. I, I need to go on that mission breakout ride The humor and action and heart is all well balanced. It is. It really is. And they do a great job with the humor where they just extend that scene just a little longer. Where you're like, that that which happened right there. That was my favorite knife. It's like any other movie, if you're playing it straight, you stop the scene before that happens. And I'll be honest with you, I think it's that beautiful balance of this movie that lets you just completely go with, fine, 
a smart raccoon and a talking tree. Like, fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that... I can oh, work no. with that because the character development is so well played. The mood is so well played. And it doesn't over explain. It just, oh, these, this is the world you're in. This is what happens. And I'll hollow yep. it out to uh, Celestial, which is a giant space guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. sure. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, it's that guy. It's like the Thanos' right hand man. I don't know if that one's played by Alexis Denisoff as well, but um, that's the guy that was at the end of Avengers. Um, Alexis Denisoff from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He played Wesley Wyndham Price, the replacement watcher. Is there any Giles. reason for him to have extra fingers, though? Or an extra... I think he has two just, thumbs. Or yeah, they have crazy. double thumbs. It's just fucking different. Like, and it's one of those things when you catch it, you're like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. And this is where we get... Um, the first time uh, we get uh, what's his name is Thanos, right? The voice of Thanos, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. No, no, we got the, on before. I'll the do it Avengers. myself. We got yeah. that. We got that. I'll do it myself. But he doesn't he's say. Do it oh, he doesn't say anything. Not Avengers. He doesn't say that in Avengers. It's an end credit scene of something else. Something that doesn't make any sense. Where there's not even a single stone mentioned. <laughs> this is what I remember. Fine, I'll do it myself. This comes later. He doesn't. Say, he doesn't have any words said at the end of it. No, he just turns around and smiles. Yeah. Because we made fun of John on a show. We're getting that wrong. Yeah. John, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Thanos, uncredited. So. So that came after this. Mm-hmm. So okay. Uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, Thanos, uncredited. Yeah, this is his first time playing. Thanos. And it does look like uh, he's in the What If. He's one episode playing Thanos in that as well. The Disney Plus streaming. Oh, the What If? The What If. I always thought the actor for it was the the guy from Sons of Anarchy who um, he was the original uh, um, Hellboy. Hellboy, yes. Uh, Ron Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. That's who I thought it it was. He had that kind of gravitas. And it wasn't until, you know... Character actor that's often in prospects and you never really... Right, and it's just the face. voice. It just it, it known seemed, for. Yeah, it just kind of seemed... Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yep. A television series. Yeah. Uh, we see him in Pacific Rim. I mean, he's got those weird glasses on, but... Uh, he's in Beast, nowhere to find him. Well, wait, was yeah. he in that one? Blade yeah, two. with those... Blade okay, two. you want to talk about weird hands and... Yeah, Fantastic see, Beast, he has got the fingers that bend backwards for no reason. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Is that a bone chuckle? I forgot about that, yeah. This is fun. Yeah, I never noticed Drax, like, just stupidly <laughs> He's just staring at him. Yeah, I never noticed that before. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. Leg. What a great delivery. It's like... You see Gamora actually doing shit, and then he's just like, come on, man, I need it. So why they don't... Why don't they make him wear a jumpsuit? Oh, because it doesn't fit. But they, they did give... guys out there. They did give him one of those little, like, bed mats, though. Yeah. 
Well, they had to close before this. Yeah, he just grew out of his pants. He was wearing pants before. Unless he suddenly wears pants again, which would be an awesome And then this like best moment in the trailer for it too. Once Rocky gets the gun. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> A lot of human-looking people. Freaky little beast. It doesn't need to be in there, right? All the fight choreography and everything is great. Good luck. It seems hard to be quiet. Hopefully there's something out. Got some skills. Hey, his plan is the one that took them, you know, was the one to take down Thanos. And Ronan with the dance off. I mean, but this obviously that comes later. This was the moment that we appreciate that. Of him. I just love that rocket raccoon or rocket in this. You know, he just you know. Makes little things, puts things together. Blah, yeah, blah, he blah. MacGyver's it. Yeah, a little tinker. Well, with a little the... creepy raccoon hand. Yeah. It just works with a little creepy it, it works too, because if you've ever seen a raccoon, like, mm-hmm. suffering through a garbage can, like, that's how they look. Like, yeah. they look like they're trying to put shit together. When they're, like, crawling on electrical wires. Yeah. Like, you just play the James Bond music in your head when you see yeah. it happening. Yeah. <laughs> So that's Professor Xavier, right? From the uh, from No, the it is not. Movie. It's not James McAvoy. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. Nope. Doesn't like even. It. It do, no, it doesn't. It looks more like John Hamm than anyone else. <laughs> broke ass John Hamm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now he's broke. Metaphors, dude. His speech was like completely literal. Metaphors are gonna go over his head. 
nothing goes over my head. My word goes to the two thousand. I will get it. Yes. I hope we get a mo- like Nova movie at some point. Um, I mean, I know it's in the series. Is what I'm thinking, or like low budget movie kind of thing. I'd be a, I'd be okay with like a like day in the life Nova Corps series. You mean no, like not like cops? Um, yeah, like like in that thing that we remember the Star Wars that uh, yeah, it was like the fan film. Fan film. Uh, what was it? Uh, Wolfheart, the kid from Stranger Things, is yeah. rumored to be playing. The Kid Nova. Sam, uh... Not Sam Houston. No, it's Sam something. What I thought would be kind of neat to see is one of them, at least, firing without the gravity and just, like, the bullet going nowhere, the guy flying backwards. I think it'd be really neat to see. Mm -hmm. Mm Who do you guys think is the better pilot, Rocket or Star Lord? Uh, Rocket. Oh yeah, I think Rocket. Star Lord. Yeah. He was cybernetically engineered to do it. Star Lord, he can reach all the controls. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's you win. You, this I know we're on the internet technically, but I, I'm one of the few people that can be convinced of an internet argument to change my opinion. You, you have done, so don't say it never happens there, internet. Yeah. Just witnessed it. I told you I had a plan. Later on, when that happens, he says, Get it off, get it off, get it off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when it's it Thor. Thor. <laughs> it's Thor. Uh, I think the thing that, like, actor wise, that, like, Bradley Cooper missed out being on set with those guys. Because it seems like they are having fun. Uh, Star-Lord, oh, yeah. Gamora. Like, they're all having a really good time, and then you just have Bradley Cooper who just comes in and... Oh, he just does yeah, the does He's not uh, actually... He doesn't... I know you said Sean Gunn does the stand-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all just Sean Gunn. But he's not there, like, listening to the lines and the no. delivery or anything? No. Like, I was they, told he was on, like, a few times, but where they didn't have him was for, like, a lot of the battle scenes. Because... There's not much he do, and he would watch it, and then he would kind of ad lib, and then they, you know, move the mouth accordingly. But um, for some, like, you know, the uh, now we're all standing around, a bunch of Jack. Like he was there for that one, you know, like that kind of stuff, like the more dialogue heavy. Bunch of Jack is just standing in. Sorry, okay, coming up later, but great moments. I don't like the look of the Star Lord mask. Yeah, but it's so comic perfect. Yeah, it is. And it's one of those things that things look great on the page, but when you put them in practical, it never looks as good. But I think from comic to to screen, it's but even in the comic, perfect. I don't really like the look of it. I disagree. I think it looks badass. Okay. I don't understand the. Physics of it, and perhaps I should, you know, yeah, why is he com- his hair? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, cool it's comic book. Like sometimes he can go in space with it, and sometimes he can't. And with just the mask on, like I don't really understand. 
We don't need now. You will be blown to bits. No! We're not leaving without the orb. It's the movie's MacGuffin. We need the orb. Behold. See, like, he's in space right now. Mm-hmm. Hair exposed, which should be, like, freezing yeah, skin. Yeah, but he's got that weird, like, so spirit clear of shielding like that goes yeah, around maybe. him as well. I mean, yeah. You know, you'll see it later, and especially in Guardians 2. Yeah, that suit, the mm-hmm. suit, like, little tampon mm-hmm. suit, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he comes in, he looks a little bit like he's in pain, like being out. And he's not out there for too long. No. The longest recorded unsuited uh, spacewalk is like 47 seconds. That's when somebody's come back from. That's happened? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell happened that that happened? They got sucked out. Oh, really? Yep, and they were able to get back in. Because uh, watching another sci-fi show, uh, Battlestar Galactica, was, you know, people were spaced and were really, like, brought back in. And I'm like... Can you actually survive? People yeah, have. Yeah, okay. People have, and it's mm-hmm. been like under a minute, but you know, that's good enough. Apparently, when you get spaced, first thing you do is breathe out. Mm. It, seems it kind sucks. Of well, it sucks because, it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah otherwise, lack, it's a vacuum. It's if you try out. to hold it, you might pop your lungs. Oof! Because the the pressure inside your lungs will try to. Glad I will never ever no, be I, in that situation. I just think the pressure it would you know Close it would your suck eyes. it out. Like you'd have to plug your nose. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Well, as soon as you go into space, too, like you're on a spaceship, your nose instantly comes plugged. Really? But uh, yeah. So I'll remember that getting, next time I'm in space, as you're getting sucked out, like breathe out as much as possible, so that way it doesn't do anything. Yes, Greg. Make sure. I'm, I'm going to keep that in mind and for close, and the, my next space voyage. And close your eyes. Any aspiring astronauts that happen to be listening <laughs> to the Bacon Broadcast, while you yep. live commentary, this could save your life. Now you bacon. know. And if you are an astronaut that get, happens to get sucked out, you know, rate and review us. Say, like, this, pod, <laughs> this podcast saved my life when Did I got sucked into space. all of our rate and reviews on iTunes because it doesn't exist anymore? I mean, uh, it's still Apple Podcasts. Yeah, they're so they're still probably there. Yeah, I think we did. I think all the listeners that once rated and review us, do it again. Because uh, why not? Oh. What's happening here? Oh. Ronan the Accuser has attacked. The prison place. So it's a good thing they escaped. Otherwise, Ronan would have killed them. Possibly not Gamora. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they might not have even went after everybody else. They might have just found the orb. The other thing, too, with how much power the orb has, it seems weird that they would just, like, put it in lockup. Well, they don't know what the orb is. Well, I think Thanos, Thanos has to know, though. Thanos. That's the whole reason he's I'm going after the Nova it. Core, though. Like, shouldn't oh yeah, you know? Shouldn't they know? No, because they they're not. You don't scan it, for it, but you don't scan it though. Like, see what the hell it is. You just look at it and be like, eh. Well, I mean, even this, this okay. dude, like he, like, as soon as he, oh my god, this is what. I didn't think it was the next movie that made you like him. Oh, it's so good. I cannot possibly betray the confidentiality of my buyers. He started off as awesome with uh, 
the whole thing about how he wants the little trinket and like I'm not sure if you're serious. <laughs> yeah. Now who again is this Who wants the rest? I'll take another yeah, splash. Yeah, I can take another splash. A splishy splash. So I'm gonna assume that I was like most people coming to this movie, unfamiliar with the comic books mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. One of the dark and elves behind them from uh, Thor the Dark World. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I did not at all understand until very late in this movie why everyone was so scared of uh, Yondu because of like I didn't understand what the hell that yeah, arrow was. You know what archer. I mean? Yeah. In the in the comic books, he's actually just an archer. Just an archer. But he does have like magic, like not magic, magic but he's got arrows that he can shoot one arrow and it'll go through three people. Mm-hmm. It'll home in like a homing arrow. But it really gets played off in the next one. Oh, and that's and that's the moment that makes me really mm-hmm. dig Yandu when it's like the three of them. It's you know Rocket Crew and Yandu. So he just kills everyone. They're just killing everybody like indiscriminately so on the way like, to the ship. Volume two is my wife's favorite, and I always thought it was because of Baby Group. But she'll tell you her favorite scene is Yandu. that one with um, Yandu killing everybody <laughs> and you know the song playing. It's in the fun. Background, it's a guy. fun. Well, we can, even while we're watching this, we keep on saying, and then in volume two, it's even better. Oh, I, as much two, as I like really this one, this. it's hard to look at these in a vacuum anymore. Yeah, I mean, you, this no, is and part that's of such a huge story. And we, that's the thing we've referenced Endgame, we've referenced other movies. You can't look at them in a vacuum anymore because so much of what the movies do are set up cool. everywhere else. Milano is, you know, just a ship. We just had a shot. Yep. It's just a really cool. Oh, it's a great design. The coloring is nice and everything. Yeah, that orange and red, or orange and blue kind of. I was gonna say you were about to really confuse Paul. It was kind of weird. I had this like weird thought about like a decaying body like in the ground, like with worms and fungus and everything. There, it's like, what if it's like this, like on a level? There's vagrants and weird collectors and stuff like in my rotting skull when I'm buried underground. Like it. Oh, he gives her a flower. So sweet. And she's probably just like, fuck this shit. She grew it herself. Well, maybe she can sell it. If, if I smoke it, will I get high? Try to eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I smoke it, will I get high? Before we get to the collector, what's uh, what's this next one? Uh, so we are drinking another Bourbon County. This is, good too. This is a wheat wine aged with vanilla and okay. toffee in bourbon barrels. Uh, coming in at fifteen. That's, that's on the nose, like it's like a cookie sweet. Fifteen point four percent. Oh damn! Fifteen. Trying to kill us? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, well, we're splitting it four ways, but still, damn. Uh, yeah, but here's the if damn. we have ten of them and we split, we split them four ways. There's only one more. Oh, that and then all the other beers that are yeah, still yeah. sitting. Well, this is celebrate, guys. We've been drinking for over an hour. We're fine. Yeah, we are fine. This is podcast territory. We found how many like high. High ABV beers it, in an hour and a half that we do a show? After last night with you guys, I woke up with a bit of a headache <laughs> this morning. This, this so. folds out to a bed. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> I don't. I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. It's my birthday. It's not. It was the other it's day. It's your vacation. Uh, vacation. It's your birthday vacation. Yeah. Uh, but no, the, I mean, for 15.4%, mm-hmm. it's a year old. Extremely smooth. You don't. Yeah. Feel yeah. No, there's no, there's no alcohol. Because I don't taste it, I don't feel it, but I also have not gotten up in a while. <laughs> I'm a little bit worried about that. Well, I've gotten up and gotten all the beers. It's so, true. Uh, it okay. hasn't hit. Me also, yet. but you 
have a higher tolerance. <laughs> yeah. Because you're podcast it's rated. Your, it's your <laughs> job, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, eh, Greg knocks him back. Uh, I, this is really nice. It's a really good, like, it's not an overbearing sweet on it. Like, it's not too syrupy. It's a nice yeah. sweet pop to it. Uh, and that vanilla and toffee to mm-hmm. it really help. It's just a little it's, bit there. Real quick, yeah. I, just want to, I just want to point out beautiful visuals right here. I mean, this is the kind of thing that you can get away with on these, you know, sci-fi, like, far-out uh, galaxy stuff. But that is, it's beautiful. It is amazing. Okay. I'm sorry. Go back. No, it's all the pollution that they're pulling off of with the celestial. It's then let's do it here. Let's gas. Screw, not... like, screw dig, baby, dig. Here. Start that mining. Yep. <laughs> let's go. Do you guys buy the sexual tension here that they're building up in the scene with uh, Star Lord and uh, Gamora? Um, I... He's very Sam Malone. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, I think he even says I, that. <laughs> I feel like this... Uh, Sam and Diane doesn't even say that. <laughs> this is him starting to go beyond. Uh, oh, no, that's in volume That's two. in volume two. <laughs> you talk about volume two. <laughs> um, this isn't him being, like, the ladies' man. This is him actually, like, starting to form a connection with someone. But I feel like he's just trying to form a connection. I don't... I don't think so because we've already seen that his cassette tape and like Walkman are important to him and like he doesn't let that out. And you know, he's he's sharing something with her at this point. I think he is, but he is also the ladies' man. Yeah. See? I think it's his this is pelvic sorcery. Pelvic sorcery that it's, he's trying to ML. Uh But back to the wheat wine. Uh, so much like a barley wine uh, is made with malted barley, this is with wheat. Um, it's definitely a little lighter than the barley wine. Um, it, it, but it lacks that kind of tea, like that dryness to it. But uh, yeah, very delicious. And we have a orange chocolate stout aged in bourbon next. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited for that one. A little background into Rocket. Accurate. Also accurate. Not only that, Rocket's the reason they're out of prison, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Jeez, you finished that already? Yeah, it's good. It is good. I, this is the thing. I'm afraid like, of it, though, because yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. once I heard the numbers, I was like, shit. Uh, I did the math. I, this is when I really want to savor every sip. The weird thing, too, is once you told me the number, I was like, oh, now I actually I, feel no, a little I was like, <laughs> after, after I did, like, that Seriously. big gulp to, like, finish it, I got I got a little bit of, like, that alcohol warm going down the esophagus. Uh, Bourbon County I was is... chilly when we started this movie. I'm, I'm not very <laughs> like, it's... Oh, St. Bernard's carry barrels of this under their chin yeah, as they're wandering through the Swiss Alps. Uh, yes. I, I never turn on the heat in my house because I always have beer. There you go. That's it. <laughs> you can spend money on one or the other. Yeah, liquid blanket is way better. You know? <laughs> spend uh, it on alcohol. Bourbon County um, released every year on Black Friday. I'd never fight my wife for the beer. At night. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to fight for blankets. Exactly. You never need to fight for alcohol. Uh, we've had Bourbon County fresh, and we've said it's not worth buying. Mm-hmm. 
we've had it aged and say it's absolutely worth buying, and I would agree with that. Um, Where do you get this? On Black Friday. Black Friday. And Where? you have to show up to show up at um, a Wegmans or a beer store um, before before eight o'clock. Before I mean, get in line because this is the thing people line up for. Um, Twenty. Um, some of they're usually between thirteen and twenty dollars a bottle. Uh, I've not been buying the regular stout, but only that's the, right, Greg. That's four of us, four bucks. I left uh, 20 on your counter yesterday. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave more if you need. No, no, let me know. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, you know, that's. Uh, not, I'm not saying you owe us any money. No, and, and this, this is, is the only. For, this, this is why we do it. This is why we do it. This is the only reason to buy expensive beer, yeah. in my mind, is to sit share. with friends and share and talk and watch a good movie. Like, or sit down like, and would, play play video games with Paul online, because I do that a lot, too. Or watch a three-hour and 17-minute uh, <laughs> advertisement for a uh, service that, that you already paid for. I feel really guilty buying Wrench because of the price <laughs> of it. I'm like, oh, why now, am see, I spending like, this? Why am I'm such a glutton. For me, so we've been doing it for years. It doesn't bother us at all. But beer and food are how I treat myself. So, like, after I've had, like, a long week, like, I'm fine with going to my beer store and being like, you know what? I'm going to drop, like, 50, 60 bucks on beer, but I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to savor it. That's going to be how I reward myself the, the just for is, making it through. The problem is when I have, like, three or four wrenches a night. Like, that's when yeah. it starts. Okay. It's like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, the other thing, too, is, like, if you went out to a bar and you bought That's That's wrench. the logic I, I oh, oh, sell oh. myself. We're, uh, we're actually getting explained the what? Infinity Stones now. For the first time. For the first time. Like, we get to see the Tesseract. We can see the Ether. I like how we're gonna see they the power hide stone. the uh, Infinity Stones inside a Cosmic Jenga, or a Cosmic uh, Rubik's Cube. Like, I just think that's hilarious. Uh, coming back in again, Benicio Del Toro You're as the collector. As well. For the first time. Is that a Celestial? Because yeah. the size doesn't work out, because it... Its head should be almost the size of a planet. Well, there's different celestials. Okay. And you'll probably see more of them in um, the, the movie Eternals. The Eternals. Eternals. Yeah. Is there a difference between Eternals and Celestials? I don't yes. really know. Yes. Yeah. I think the Eternals, Eternals are, are like blessed by the Celestials. Yeah, made made by. Are the Celestials still alive or are they dead now? We don't know. Okay. Because at this point, the only ones we've seen are the ones that they've hollowed out the head here in Guardians, and then the one that we see the flashback of that has the power stone. Okay. And this is when, he, I mean, Benicio Del Toro is so great at playing weirdos. Oh, yeah, this and then even in um, Last Jedi when he's DJ, like... Yep. Yeah, he added the stutter and stuff. Only worried about Rocket. Right. Although, in fairness, it was the only one he was close to. Yeah. yeah. And he already has seen Ether at this point. Because yeah. the Dark World already happened. Yeah, because we had already seen Although that. Although they happen. don't. I, you could make the argument that that happened at a different time. I don't think that they. Oh, yeah, it might not have happened. Because exactly. well, this also took place. Like the timelines too, these play take yeah, place a, a lot earlier. I think this took place sooner. 
Didn't this take place around Avengers? Um, this takes place around the first Avengers. Um, I'll see if I remembered Endgame more. They actually give you the years that everything happens that we could see. Oh, like, real quick, I, I think I this love this that, takes the, the pulling down of the eyes. You still have it. For, oh God, it's like, I think this takes place CGI, after Avengers. Like oh, yeah. Just it's amazing. It's it's CGI. It's a raccoon, and yet you still get like facial expressions. It's just it's amazingly well done. It is a the full realized character. It's not just only let him have a couple static images that you know, right, right, which is what you can interact with. Well, the even I mean, watching the Disney Plus stuff and all the bad CGI we watched, yeah. you know. He looks like a real being. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like another movie with a a character of CGI that had so much speaking roles. And I keep coming back to freaking Jar Jar. Uh, the, pl- the new Planet of the Apes movies. Okay. Where they guess? Or any of the like. I've only seen the Marky Mark one. Cause I'm, and those guys were all for sex. No, all, yeah, all the new ones. And the new ones are all pretty... Like, the first couple are pretty good. I haven't seen the last ones, but... I, I guess even to that point, even, like, all the new Disney remakes of the cartoons have mm-hmm. all been that, too, so... I guess I guess there's just the technologies there now. This is when we get a very M. Bison reaction. For me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> I know what you mean. I finished my beer, but yeah. <laughs> I might have killed you for you when I came to town. The greatest day for your village. For me, it was a Tuesday. Yeah, for him, it's look He doesn't care. He doesn't care. I'm Lee Pace. I'm going to kick your ass and then make a pie. I do have to say, I'm starting to feel the alcohol in these. You should have had more pumpkin pasta. Yep. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that uh, cheddar apple pie. Paul, <laughs> oh, what other cheeses do you have? We should try a slice of pie with all the cheeses. We got a uh, pepper jack. We got the... Uh, I'm not sure. And my wife is being the silent wife. The silent and invisible wife, so she won't say. Paul, when you make your apple pie, you always put extra paprika? What? No, what's the extra? You put extra spice in yours. I like a little bit of cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper. To heat, heat off the uh, cinnamon. But this isn't made by me. This was no, made know, by just, uh, Dan. Dan. Just Dan. behind the scenes of Paul's pie making. Like a, likes a spicy pie. I like a spicy. I like a spicy. I like a warm cinnamon. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, with cinnamon. Any like chocolate dish too. Oh, it's, uh, it's like a Mexican chocolate. That's because that's what the Aztecs would do. Who were the ones that first harvested the cacao? They mix the two together. Yeah, even these uh, the look of these uh, like drilling ships. Really cool, and with the controls and everything, it's you know, like almost controls. My only, my only complaint with these drilling vessels they have, for the area that we are in, like this entire um, bootleg black market venture, they are way too clean. Yeah. You know I mean, that's my only complaint, okay. but they do look really cool. 
I love that too. Just using the ship to fly a different ship, like that's just awesome. I mean, because now they got weapons. But this is, it's bizarre, like, out-of-the-box thinking stuff, you know. And also, like, the cool thing about this movie, too, it's so bright, and there's such a different color palette to it that everything really pops. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, especially here, like, even with the collector, um, his museum, there's so many different colors that things just really stand out. It's not like that. That was that <laughs> And it's also a great moment for... Drax, like he's defeated. He's never really been defeated. Like by brute strength before, yeah. right? Right. And he's just, I think that's a turning point for him where he realizes maybe he needs these people. They're stronger together. That's like the idea, too, of the uh, pie baker beating up uh, George Batista. <laughs> I think that's, that's interesting. Dave Batista? Dave, yeah. George, George Batista, Batista is his, his brother. Yeah. <laughs> his, his accountant brother. I don't mean to correct you. It's just because I know I'm constantly making those mistakes. Well, she is, too. They do try win? to humanize her a bit, yep. too. Of like, the guilt of killing your sister, but... Okay, she's been spaced. Did she remember our tips? <laughs> well, her eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. And this is... Her lungs aren't exploding, so I'm going to assume she did breathe out. And this is how uh, Star-Lord decides to save her, as he knows that... Um, Yandu's looking Yandu for will save him, so he goes out there to grab her to save her. Mm-hmm. And Drax has been thrown into Mountain Dew. The Lost worst field. way to go. The worst way to go. Because <laughs> not only does it kill you, it dissolves all the bones in your body. Yeah, right? <laughs> There's nothing left. <laughs> you just become Mountain Dew. And then what's worse is you dissolve into it and then they feed you to a few meth heads and it's just, you know... Paul spilling $19,000 beer all over himself. <laughs> the guy in the $26,000 beer. Come on! She, 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 she. That's the most expensive beer I've spilled. That would be the Utopia. And guys, this, is, and, uh, this is only 15.2%. Oh, okay. It's, oh, I mean, it's, yeah. It's a I, I guess we're slumming it now. It's a session. It's fine. Okay. It smells delicious. It smells like like orange chocolate. Why is it all like, Oh wow! This little tag on the side. The little tag says you can age it up to five years. See, this is the thing. He he takes off that little. See that invisible kind of. Right. I um, I love that. I mean, you can tell like they're underwater doing these scenes, and I love that. You think so? Uh, they could be using just like uh, fans, fans and filming I, it in like high speed. I just think it's CGI. Like to be honest, I mean, like his hair is green in that shot. <laughs> he wants the last splash. 
Okay, so yeah, so they all have ships. Mm -hmm. Like, like the, uh... Music Blast. Milano. Take the last Tatio Smash. Is that all you took? I don't know how much there, more was there to go else around. Is practically filling Ooh. their glass. Nice. Well, okay, so literally when it was passed to me, I just took half of it. Because <laughs> yeah, there was two left, like so, I just took half of what was in that puddle. That was my plan. You're fine. You're fine, man. I just eyeballed it quick. That's okay. I'm on vacation. I mean, the orange chocolate on the nose. It oh, comes wow. record too. Much better than like the candy. toffee vanilla. Just, just not. Oh wow. Oh yeah. I mean, this also it's a very, it's like don't, an orange. Don't, don't listen to Greg. You can take a sip. It's you take can a try it too. It's chocolate, it, yeah. orange, chocolate, beer. orange, vanilla, <clears throat> Asian bourbon barrels. Silent white. You get a, you get a lot of that nice like orange zest right on it. Mm -hmm. So this is a stout aged in bourbon barrels with orange peels and cocoa nibs added. And holy crap! Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is so much better than that toffee. The um, toffee one was good. It was smooth. I just didn't get much of the flavor. At all. I would definitely say the orange, then the wheat wine, then the barley wine. Yeah. Alright, kids, off. so a lesson. If uh, one of your siblings ever drowns in the pool, don't call mom and dad, just stab them in the chest. Stab them? As <laughs> a medical professional, is that true? Uh, what that was calling on is that he was hit so hard that in his plural space he actually got fluid inside of it. So the lung collapsed. So that's when you do that. How Groot was able to diagnose that that quickly is beyond me. But well, he's Groot. He is Groot. He's been. He's told me that a few times that he is Groot. Yes, that's true. So medically, that was sound. But there's no way for anybody like us to just know that's what to do. You know, I was. I don't know Groot's history. He could have been a medic somewhere. He could be a doctor. He, On his planet, he well, could be a doctor. If he was a doctor, he would say, I am Dr. Number Groot. One, number one. Yeah. So it's Akuza, boss, come to me. No, okay. Let's be honest with you, though. He's taking care I of... a very good doctor. Steady head. He's very a tree taking care of an animal. Number one. If anything, he'd be a good veterinarian. Okay? <laughs> that's what he would be. I was making an office reference. And I got also, it. that could be why a raccoon wants to office. hang out with him so much. You should. Coconut penis. <laughs> You really, you really taste the penis. I know you're saying that you'd like to see like the Nova stuff. I would like to just see Groot meets Rocket. That's, I would love to see that origin story. Yeah. Uh, well, I would like you get to, see, to see that. It's called Solo. Yeah. Star Wars story. And it's never that great. Uh, Solo's not bad. Like, I think it's that movie got too bad. much hate. Like, it's not a bad movie. It's fun. It, it, I'd say it's not bad. It's Scoundrel, a Star Wars story. He didn't need to call it Solo. I just think it's funny that... Uh, Han's last name was almost lonely. I just think like, that. Yeah. <laughs> I did hate that. Not 
That's a power move, Paul. You you want to know how to make power moves. Well, I'm <laughs> always concerned whether what's a power move versus what's a dick move. Oh, I mean, it's a very fine line. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You call me boy. I want to throw 1,000 years of creed justice on Zendar. I'm Pearl. I love it. Core. I like that phrase. See, and the reason it works, it's because it's Lee Pace saying it, and it's not Christopher Rex saying it. Yeah, well, so much of Thor the Dark World was just, yeah. if he, he hadn't actually able to, to speak the, weird, the lines. What do you think about the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe? There are only two groups of people that do not speak perfect American English, and that's the Dark Elves and anybody from Wakanda. It's, it's like the most bizarre thing. Everybody else speaks perfect American English. Well, because however old he was, this is 26 years after oh. that. So I think, yeah, I think it was like eight. Mm-hmm. I'm bad at eight get, guessing ages. Yes, like. That's a good alien design too. That dude on the right. Yeah. First base got to repeat stuff. <laughs> Actually. Rule for the first mate is to repeat the order so the helmsman and the engineer can hear him. Like in the same room. Had a scrub? A scrub? Yeah, yep. he did. <laughs> Paul, you dripped a big thing of beer, right? <laughs> no, it's, I know. I want, to talk, I, want to, I want to drink and talk at the same time, and it's, you can't do both. Sorry, it's, <laughs> it's cheap. Don't worry about it. Man. Ronan the Accuser. Ronan the Accuser. Oh, okay. Hat maker. I didn't think he was British. 
a lot of like a lot of he plays a lot of. Birds. He has that. He's got that air. That about presence, him. yeah. Yeah. And he's just, just he's from Oklahoma. He looks intelligent. Like is that what we're yeah. trying to say? Like is it his elocution? <clears throat> uh, I would I would not have guessed Oklahoma. I will say that. I was listening to a podcast where uh, Toby Huss, who they're on uh, Halt and Catch Fire together, uh, he's already the strongest man in the world from oh. Pete and Pete. Oh, yes. uh, no, you, you said that wrong. The strongest man in the world. There the world. it is. <laughs> uh, who was Toby Huss? Was like a crazy comedian, and like he just showed up. With those child pajamas for Pete and Pete, um, but he was being interviewed, and they're like, "Oh, what's it like being working with Toby Huss? Uh, you know, with him being British?" And he's like, oh, "He's." I hope it's with your dogs and not like yours. Uh, he's from Oklahoma. He's what? He's <laughs> eating the leaf off of his shoulder. Oh, it's kind of like chewing on a fingernail, right? Like it's yeah. it's kind of the same thing. No, that's the thing. Like as soon as this but movie, you're not like, trying to make a good point and then being like, Arr. well, again, like that's what this movie does really well. Is like in those moments of like, oh, things are getting heavy. Like they throw something in just to undercut it, and it works so it's, well. What I I think what works about it is it shows that they're they're all clever. In the moment, but stupid at the same time. Like it's it's fantastic. All of them, even even Gamora. I mean, it's just there's not that deep thought. There's not that um, intellectualism which you see in a lot of you know. Yeah, especially compared Gamora to Gamora hasn't other movies. had the ability to have a personality because she's just been an assassin sent out to do right. missions. But I mean, compared to all the Marvel movies that came before, right? So you have Iron Man, who's a universe record genius in the MCU. You have Thor who's thousands of years old and has the wisdom behind that. You have uh, Iron Man who's so impeccably noble that he has to you mean, think out everything. Oh, you mean Captain America? Or Captain America. Yeah. Character, Captain America who is faced with a challenge and is like, oh, I need to climb that to get that flag or take out this Oh, exactly, you're right. Like, I... The, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You just have intellectuals the most... Or intellectuals, or just the wise sages of people, and then you have these like ragtag idiots. <laughs> like, it's, They're it's just fantastic. throwing it together, scrapping yeah. it, scrapping exactly. it. Through. Yeah, and they all need some. They need each other. Tired. They're all tired of being alone. That's a Gimli moment. It's a what? A Gimli moment. Oh yeah, yeah. And my axe. I couldn't believe I would die next to an elf. What about next to a friend? I I can do that. This this whole table is that. Mm -hmm. You can just see my wife and daughter again. (laughs) Oh, standing now? See the sentimental moment. <laughs> we, we get it. Now I'm scared. 
and then is taken away. I love it. It just, it fucking works. Like, but even, like, right before that, when he kind of, like, they show the back of Rocket, and he looks, he's looking around, like, it just helps build that moment of him standing up. Now, two of you are going to say that you don't know this, but I'm sure Paul does. Before a football game, you know how they always show the guys <laughs> what, Which two is he talking about, John? Two so, of you won't know this, but Paul will. <laughs> you know how before a football game, they show like the players walking in, listening to their uh-huh. headphones, and like ignoring everybody, mm-hmm. right? Like in the and they're like listening to the music, trying to get pumped up. Mm-hmm. After this movie... Now, every time I see that, I like to think that they're all listening to Cherry Bomb. Because yeah. when you see him doing a Cherry Bomb. <laughs> like, next time you see Josh Allen suit up with the with the Bose, you know, or the Beats by Dre or whatever. The hell Whoever the has the rights for the NFL at that point, because you get fined if you're wearing the wrong ones. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. John C. Riley. Yeah. <laughs> I like that's his like Instagram yeah. picture. That guy died. No, no, we don't. No, we don't need that guy's eyes. No, seriously, I mean it's worth the thing. Just collects body parts. It's so weird. I mean, carries through. It does he wants a uh, Winter Soldier's arm? Uh huh. When he gets a, has an and, eye, and the eye, which I'm told he stored in his ear. He's, he's, that, he's not. He's not. Eye that he has. He's not about. Uh, to, no. It's a different eye. no, I know. Uh, he's not about to say I though. There it is. Cherry bomb. Joan Jet. I have no idea who actually sings this. It's uh, the Joan, no, Joan Jet and the Blackhearts. Uh, it is the Blackhearts. This doesn't. Sound, it doesn't sound like Joan Jet. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it doesn't sound like. Yeah, if only there were a smart device that we had on our and, uh, cells that could I mean, the song. biggest thing, too, is how, how popular was the soundtrack to this. My oh, dad yeah, it was bought big. it. You know, everybody bought it. It was huge. I'll say this. Uh, Those Nova helmets look good, too. Now, granted, again, this is from Volume 2, and I know we're sick of talking about it. No, no, oh, it the, is The uh, Runaways. You're right. My bad. It's before she joined. Yeah, it was before. Yeah. But that... Uh, Shoop, shoop, sha la 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 la. Like, whatever the fuck that song is. It's called, like, sha na na or whatever. By the band Silver. Like, the it's a dumb song, but now I love it. <laughs> and my son loves it. My seven year old loves it. Like, it's, it's insane. I love this moment, too. Like, I don't know what's better is Jesse Riley's delivery of that line or Glenn Close rolling her eyes in the way that at least the married men here are going to understand. What a great <laughs> moment! What a great moment for Jesse Riley to say that to Glenn Close. <laughs> he gets it delivered. Make it to the surface. 
that's like, uh, I mean, I don't know what they were trying to fire, but that's, it's like the first turn of Fireball Island, they just like, <laughs> threw that there. I think it hits the shield and it's like... And now they, he's blind and he can't see what they just did. I know, but it's... So now they're... It just... It was fireballs. Like, I don't yeah, understand... Yeah, it's like plasma or something. I don't know. I'm just assuming that these uh, spaceships are sold by the equivalent of car dealerships in that age. And it's like... Well, in case you ever need it, it comes with the fireball option. You know, if, <laughs> if you want to pick it up. Ooh, he wanted the fireball. Uh, that's extra. Uh, you really think you're going to need that? you going to cause chaos in the universe? <laughs> going to a snow planet. It's a handy in snow planets. You, you know. I mean, I see you, you big hammer. I think you might want to have this just to be safe. Hammer's not going to protect everything. Now it's... We all, we all know you want the fireball feature, but it, it don't go cheap, okay? But... Let me talk to my boss. We'll see what we can do. I knew a guy who, who he had an island. Lots of fireballs. You might need it wherever you go. It's good to have it, just to have just it. Just in case. You, you don't know. It's like insurance. You got insurance on this thing, right? You don't have insurance? Hey, we carry insurance too. Fireballs and that. <laughs> Saw this room coming a mile away. Ah. All the best spaceships sold in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> the same place the rocket comes from. <laughs> Wait for the most inspirational line yeah. of all of uh, superhero history. Peter Quill, this is Denarium Sal of the Nova Corps. For the record, I advised against trusting you. I got my dick message! <laughs> <laughs> the only dick type of dick messages guys that, are allowed. That should to really, it's. Don't send any other type of dick messages. Just ones that say you're not a dick. Unless you are a dick, then don't even send that. Like you're not a dick. Since you brought it up, I, I don't know if I'm of an age, I just don't understand that. Like, I've never felt so confident in the uniqueness oh, of no, my yeah, own no. genitals that I thought, you know no. what? This is going to turn her on. Uh, you know how my wife knew I was a decent guy? I didn't send a dick pic when we first started dating or ask for some uh, titties to be sent. Well, you got to ask for the titties. The you is, you don't not, deserve the titties. I mean, it's not our generation, though. But instead, you demanded the titties. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this one of those things? Oh, you can like you can write a text with, like in sentences with punctuation, and you didn't send a dick pic. It's like, well, I'm, I'm 30 years old, lady. I'm not gonna do that. But the thing is, people but older than us do that too, yeah, though. Well, that's, but they're all like Hollywood executives, and no, that takes no, the career. It's, the, it's the, like the midlife crisis guys now are yeah. are doing this thing of. Do you know what'll turn her on? I bet she doesn't even know what it looks like. Is there like, a oh, next? Firestone water, water, baby. Right. Take, there a fire go for yeah. there's there's four different ones. I like this whole idea of the interlocking spaceships and like creating a force field of interlocking. There's a lot of cool ideas with the spaceships that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite of all the spaceships, probably top three. 
better than the spaceships in uh, Last Starfighter. I'll give it that. They're they're cool. I mean, Last Starfighter. There's a, I know there's at least one in it. I I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. They got the Death Blossom, which is really cool. Uh, but I'm about to start pouring the next beer, which is from Firestone Walker, and this is from 2017. This is their Parabola Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout. I keep forgetting Parabola? there's a podcast Parabola? recording I don't, until I don't know. you're describing See, that's beer. the thing. Like That's how natural it is. Yeah. We I, just, just, I keep it's forgetting it's talking. happening, and I'm... I'm just, you know... Just friends it, talking and drinking. Could, I keep thinking I'm just watching a movie with a few buddies, not realizing that there's also possibly two other strangers listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One from the UK, and then a Nigerian prince that's very excited about your yes. bank account. Oh my god. He, and also, he needs all, our help. All the Russian bots. It's well, if you want to know, so many bots, so, so many bots many comment on all of the episode notes. Hey, they, they us. gave us my personal Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. So I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to to help our uh, and, and Tulsi get, Slavic uh, oligarchs. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, this is where a really cool scene where he where group like lights it up. Nah, literally. Parabola. Parabola? I don't know how to say it. Parabola. Parabola sounds right, yeah. 2017. Firestone Walker. John just came back. Hmm. Uh, Smells nice. Where did she come from? Hmm? Up. (laughs) (laughs) There was a hole there? Like, what the hell? I mean, there's some scaffolding above them you don't get to see. I do love that we get a very Indiana Jones moment where it's, like, going to be a face-off. And then Groot just, like, blasts her with a rocket launcher. Yeah, it was Groot, but yes, it or, was, it was yeah, funny. Drax, yeah. Definitely barrel age. Yeah. Um, I think after, I mean, after that orange, nothing's going to taste as good. Uh, I mean, this isn't bad. Like, this would be something I'll that I said. Sit... Ac- I want to get some acclimation before yeah. we start talking about it. Uh, but no, go ahead, Chris. This is something that I could see myself... Like treating myself to like buying a bottle of it and sitting down. That's not a bad price, actually. I'd pay. I'd pay up to like twelve. Single bottle, eight ninety nine. I would sit there. I would drink it watching a movie, like on a like a holiday day off. Like not just like a oh I'm off today. This would be my like Thanksgiving or Christmas day beer while I'm like watching Netflix or playing a game like with Paul or something. Uh, and yeah, nine bucks single. Nine bucks single bottle. I, it's, well, then it's a barrel aged imperial stout. You would find it fourteen point five percent. No, this is a treat yourself beer. Like this I, is. But a, I'm just saying, like, it, pick for, a couple more for nine bucks for pick the one. Sips. I don't. Yeah, pick a couple more. Yeah, sips, take, it, you're, drink deep. You're. I mean, this is like a fine wine. Fourteen point five percent. You could age this another year or two. It's two years old at this point. I mean, it's not my favorite beer we've had tonight, but it's this is something really that. Nice rich beer yeah, this this wouldn't be my like, first go to, but I could buy four Guinnesses. For this. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. And four Guinnesses wouldn't satisfy yeah. me as much as the this four right now. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and enjoy the Guinnesses the same as I would like a bottle of this. The, 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 Paul, Paul or I bought this for nine bucks, and it was not a problem to think about oh i'm gonna split this i'm not gonna spend nine dollars and just drink this myself like mm-hmm. i'll be honest and with it, all the other beers that you've that we've had so far i thought were were worth like you know when you're talking about i definitely say that like out of those bourbon counties 
they are head and shoulders above right. the spear. Yes. Yeah. I would agree with that. Please don't take what I'm saying to sound that I'm not grateful. That's, that, oh, no, that's no, not no, the case. Or, yeah. it's just, no, I'm just saying, tier-wise. Yeah. We, we oh, want to yeah. hear that. Yes. We're glad that you're saying it. You're, you're having it, you're drinking it, and we want to know where I think I would list all three Bourbon Counties and the 15 Bigfoot over this Brabble I really like the Bigfoots. I, I never had one of those before. I've never had a barley wine I've liked. I'll be honest with you. It's always been... So hopefully you've had four? <laughs> and five if you count the wheat wine? Yeah, but those those I've liked the ones today, but if, before that, yeah. we've had barley wines like at D&D or, or whatever, and it's just... Ah. It was overpowering, it was too much, it just it wasn't... So where we are right now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, when it comes to like introduction first movies... This one's pretty big in scope compared to everything else yeah. that we've had, like Thor, well, Captain America, also, or Iron Man. It's, it's, it's immediately tying into a universe. Yeah. It is. It's immediately tying into everything else. But this one, it still stands on its own quite well. That if Even if you haven't seen those other movies, like you come into this one, yeah, there might be some stuff that you're not like it, and it, up on, in, but it works like for what it is. And just also, in general, it's a great sci-fi movie. Yeah. And also, you get the benefit of it being an ensemble cast from the from the get go. Yeah. Like all the other intros. The other, now, the this other... is one of my favorite lines of the movie. Finger to the throat means death. Finger to the throat means death as he rips the computer oh, out of his head. He dead now, Metaphor. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sort of. But then you follow that up again with a uh, Groot. <laughs> And he just looks so happy. Oh, yeah, he's so proud of himself. Well, he gets, like, six guys on his arm and then just beats the rest of them with him. Everybody's like, it's a little much. Drax is like, no, no, he's doing good. Drax loves it. it's it's hard to pull the thing. Like, is he saying it's too much or is he saying yes? And then he obviously (laughs) that's happy and, yeah. He's like, did I do good? Like, Quill is emotionless. He's stoic with the man, so you can't tell. Like, is he... Is he giving the nod of approval, or is he saying, like, do we have to put him down now? <laughs> Again, super, super over the top, but, yeah, no, I buy it. But the, the thing with this movie, not only are they introducing you to the Guardians, they're introducing you to an entire universe that is greater than Earth, which none of the other movies have had to do. Oh, uh, Ferris uh, Del Toro, or what's that guy's name? That's not. Peterson and Fenerbahce. So you know when we wind up getting around to Infinity War, when you find out that he's already gotten the Power Stone because they've decimated yeah. Xander. Uh, yeah, okay, I can believe it. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I wish we had seen that moment." But we see it here. Yeah. It's- Pretty close to what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, it's, although and he did it with the have, power stone, so I, mean, I guess you, yeah, he you, did that without any stones. Yeah. So that's that would be something different. Yeah, but he invades with his ship. Yeah, yeah. but, but he doesn't ship, have a power stone. He has his his uh, four horsemen there. But also, I mean, you come in completely under the radar and just take it. Yeah, you just go in because you know they already got it there. 
Because then they had to get through the door. Oh. They only have the one gun to shoot him with it. And this, you know, you think this is the big, the big end, the slow motion bullet to stop right. him? Yeah, the end of uh, Star Wars, you know, right at the the photon torpedoes, or not? Yeah, yeah, photon torpedoes going in. I thought it should have been Drax firing that shot, but. He fires the the next one. Right, and true, but the actual lethal one. How are they piloting the ship? I don't understand how this works. They're minority reporting it. They are totally minority reporting it. <laughs> and again, Drax. Uh, and just so we remember, episode title: Minority <laughs> Reporting It. Somebody text to themselves. I'm not going to Now he gets run over by a bus. Regina's George style. I don't get that reference. Mean Girls. Girls. Yeah. I, I've never seen Mean Girls. I saw most of Sorry, it. Kate. My wife I saw your face. It's, wife, a, it's a really good movie. I, my wife loves that movie. I don't know how we'll work it into the great Marvel movie retrospective, but I think <laughs> we should at this point just because John's never seen it. He becomes the doctor in Thor. All right. Or in uh, no, Doctor Strange. Next podcast commentary. It's going to be <laughs> Girl. I, I'll go in totally fresh. I've never seen it. I support that. <laughs> I do, too. It's a good movie. Girl, you don't know what Maybe Invisible saying. and Silent Wife will be on that one. She gave me such a look when I That's said it. I, I mean, mean Girl. But here's the thing. My she didn't say anything. Would... That's a silent. Yes. <laughs> My wife would love to give full commentary on all the things that are going on. Not so much about what the movie is going on, but about what those things in the movie meant to her personal life. Like that, those would be the commentaries. You get oh, this character is is like Susan from (laughs) Homecoming, and like you get all that shit. Here comes the group part that gives the story so much heart. Because he's the heart of the whole thing. He's the one that convinces Rocket that we need to go back and help our friends. He could be an asshole, but he's just lovable because we can't understand. Yeah, but they've shown that he gives the girl a flower. They've shown him to be... Which is the equivalent of a fingernail that we've seen. Like, that he's biting off himself. It's it's the self-sacrifice. Yeah, the self-sacrifice. But he also convinced Rocket, hey, they're the only friends we've ever had. Right. We gotta go save them. He put seatbelts on them all, which is very nice. <laughs> and it's also the the one time he only saved Rocket, now he's saving all of them. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Why? Because we are a group. Mm-hmm. Your puppy sounds like my baby sleeping. So, how do you guys feel about the fact that James Gunn has come out and said after, you know, 
Groot sacrifices himself. It's a new that the the seed or like that chip that they Baby plant. Groot. It's a it's new, a new Groot. it's a new growth. Do you feel? I like it. I'm I'm okay with the idea. I feel like they did not articulate that in the story. No, yeah, the enough. fact that he had to say it in an interview at some right. point. It makes a lot more sense, yeah. you know, if you're not paying attention. But it, I think you get it because like. Because that kind of explains wonder, why he's such a dick when he's yeah, like, like why the don't baby. You remember all the stuff that you did. Don't you remember why you are you? There is one other problem with that. In theory, shouldn't there be like a thousand other little dancing baby groups yeah. all over Xandar right now? Like, no, because none of the other ones got planted and were cared for. Well, I guess they yeah. all got planted. They got buried pretty goddamn deep into the, into the earth. I guess there here. could be. Look, like it's all rock, man. Like. Uh, you can't grow. You can't grow what shit. What's growing here? He takes the one living, like, and then I mean that's from comic books. Groot getting blown up and just having a, a yeah. splinter and growing them back. And they're back at the beginning of the movie. Uh, but here comes the Ronin. He's going to accuse somebody right now. I think oh, everyone's getting accused the shit out of him. I haven't watched this. Wait, wait, titular line. There it is. If you want to figure out how exactly he does, he start this dance off thing because I haven't watched this in so long. But I know what dance off is coming, and with the big purple thing, like I just keep expecting a Prince song. I'm sure. Well, it just starts. Yeah. Okay. Just waves, waves his finger at him. <laughs> It's the most Andy Dwyer moment ever. <laughs> the Marvel Universe. So, I'll get back. So, what are you doing? I'm distracting you, you big turd blossom. <laughs> <laughs> how he saved the galaxy by doing a dance off. <laughs> well, that's not really. Like in Footloose? Exactly like in Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> so the greatest movie I've ever made? <laughs> for the record, uh, uh, the never a dance off in Footloose. Just for the record. Yeah. It's always drove me nuts. Dancing was illegal, so how would they have a dance off? <laughs> yeah, there's no one to dance off against. Doesn't he do it? It's like having a drinking contest in a dry doesn't. county. Like it's not, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, well, the time I've ever won. <laughs> See, he's not strong enough to do it alone. together. 
I don't understand what Ronan's doing in all this. He's just, like, watching? Well, he, well, he doesn't think they're strong enough to defeat him. So he thinks they're going to destroy yeah, but he's just Okay, but even if that's what he's thinking, the posture is weird. Well, I think he's getting up in slow motion. Because he, he get knocked down by They both then. jumped for it, and he didn't get it. He missed it, so he would have fell. Good job, Rabbit. The only other explanation I can think of for why there's not a thousand little Groots hobbling around is uh, the Power Stone maybe juice that stem up a little bit that Rocket's holding right now. Little Miracle Grove. Across the streams. I was in uh, the one Star Wars movie the first time that uh, Han Solo ever shot that crossbow. Yeah. Yeah. Bowcaster? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> They've been friends for years. Captain gave the order, and the first mate gave the order to the rest of them. Do not open that orb. I still love how the first mate just. Mm-hmm. It's like the coach gives a signal to the first base coach. First base coach <laughs> gives a signal to the rock. True, we know this now after seeing Guardians Volume Two. But he was played by Kurt Russell. I mean, Kurt Russell is fucking great. It's kind of weird that he didn't have him go with them, right? Like, wouldn't you think he'd go back with the Ravagers? I think he. It's proven that he's not trustworthy. <laughs> oh. This is what it sounds like when raccoons <laughs> cry. <laughs> and this is that touching moment of the two people who have been at odds with each other most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Pats his back. Pets him a little bit. <laughs> Would it make you feel any better if I cooked you by the fire as I did when I was a child? I like that subtle jaunt of yeah. the head. Yeah, like it's a lot of it, it was well done. Animals and yeah, no, that you, like yeah, that you, you pet an animal that's not expecting it. They're like, what? Oh, okay, okay, that tense and relax. When we arrested you, we noticed an anomaly in your nervous system for the 
gotta check out. I mean, not Karen. Your husband. Your mother was a bitch. Your father was a bitch. He's something very ancient you've never seen before. Oh, hey, girl on the left. Yeah. You throw those looks. Your friend Kim Malone. John C. Riley, too. You haven't seen It's such a weird outfit for Gamora. Yeah, I never noticed it before. It's a lot like her Star Trek outfit. Yeah, it's... It's like, doesn't make sense for Gamora. It's a Yeoman Ahura. Like, it's... Yeah. It gives him a reason to stick with team. Yeah. (laughs) The whole thing about killing Thanos instead. For the record, he did stick that twig into rocks. Like, that's... Yeah. It's, <laughs> Is this dirt underneath those rocks? You sure about that? It's like mulch. Yeah. Yeah. Rock mulch. Yeah. <laughs> that's murder. <laughs> Good to know. This is John C. Riley's best part. I'm going to keep an eye on you. Yeah. Now I'll open this for no other reason than for yeah. plot narrative. Well, no, because I think he's finally. He came to grips with that yeah. he needed to reach out to his mom and touch his mom's hand. He's found something else. Mm-hmm. My little Star Lord. Mm-hmm. He now has another family. Movie's gonna be really upset when I thought that someone like letters would be read to me in the voice of the person. That I'm <laughs> like, is this always the case? And this is real life. <laughs> it never happens. I'm gonna read this myself. It's always my own goddamn voice that's reading these stories. <laughs> Why isn't it someone else's voice? It's always in a fairly bad impression of me doing that person's voice. Though, whenever I read it, <laughs> like, I, it? like when I read my letters for happy, you know, little thing for happy birthday, it's always it's always my stupid happy voice. Happy birthday, Paul! <laughs> that's the one that I do for you. Yeah. Hey, or Chris is like, uh, happy birthday, bro. When was the last time you got a card from either one of us? It's a, you know, it's a Facebook message. <laughs> same thing. Same voice. But, you know, same time they use it. You use that voice. Again, that outfit does not make sense for Gamora. She still rocks the shit out of it. Yeah. It's a weird slanted dress. No, but I never noticed it before today, honestly. And I've seen this really? movie, like, a dozen times. Oh, she's... 
All the Ravagers are drunk. Roddy Linnell, I assume. Like, I don't... Green? Blue. Blue. And it, it is a, it assaults the sinuses before you drink it. That's all I know about Roddy Linnell. Don't die off camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this family. So probably all dead. So Her assuming that he really loves his wife, mm-hmm. is he a purple people eater? Is that look here? I'm disappointed in you. That that was the look. I've gotten that many times from him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize before like how much that's position in the phallic, phallic position for Rocket. Like, <laughs> bit of both. You know, with James Gunn. Uh, I think Slither, for what it is, is like a... I never saw a Slither. Comedy horror movie. It's really good. He did Super with um, Rain Wilson. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Which... It's not not bad. It's not great. It's not great, but for what it is, is a guy struggling with mental health, Uh, trying to be a superhero. Fun thing, too. As soon as, like, this movie came out, they edited it out on, uh, at the very end, The Guardians of the Galaxy will return, like... Before it came yeah, out. Yeah, it was literally like right before. It, was, it wasn't even released on theaters, and I remember the studio saying there's going to be a sequel, and I was like, you guys are stupid. Like That's why we, we were talking about this mm-hmm. at uh, Mason's Bar before yep. in Hamburg, before going to see this. and uh, I couldn't believe they got a sequel already. Had already. I was like, "This is gonna be terrible. This is the death of the franchise. This is it. This is the, this is a step too far. They kept everything very. This grounded. was the shark that they jumped. Everything <laughs> was good. Thor: The Dark World was a little too out there. They proved they can't handle the spacey kind of stuff. Right. And then they went full space. And they went full space and full fucking space. nailed it. Because so you know, they already had this in plans. Like you, you can't bring it back now. Oh, you announced a sequel. Chris, did you and I see this before you moved to Michigan? No, because I was already in Michigan when this came out. Yeah. Uh, so I must have saw this with my dad, and then this was my third date with my wife was to see this movie. First with your we, dad? That's wow. romantic. Uh, I saw it af- after that. Uh, <laughs> it was the first time we held hands. Wow. And then... Uh, That's a big step, man. Like, I, first kiss, first bone, all that stuff, that's nothing. That's the first okay. handhold. That's, that's the moment. We we should have had our first kiss at this at this movie, but I didn't kiss her because it's like oh. she was driving me to my car parked in Kyoto Sushi, oh. Oh. Uh, and I'm like, I don't want to kiss her here. I don't want that to be where our first kiss is. And uh, if our, the first kiss is on the lips, it's a good spot. Like, it's yeah, like yeah. don't worry about it. As soon as like not everybody can have a uh, Hamburg Beach, you know. I t- I texted her after the fact like yeah. I really wanted to kiss you tonight, but I didn't want our first kiss to be in a car in a parking lot. And she was like, I was just about to text you to say you forgot something, and that was to kiss me. Mm-hmm. And then I had we had our kiss, our first kiss at uh, Griffith Sculpture Park. 
in the same spot where I had our first kiss is where I proposed to her. There you go. That's very nice. So, I don't want to propose to her in the Kyoto parking lot. You could have picked a different spot. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't have... There's that no was our rule first that kiss! Yeah, you could also pick a different spot. <laughs> So, so before we this get to our okay. first uh, end credits scene, uh, just to remind everyone, last time we did one of these, last episode, uh, we all put Winter Soldier Ooh. as our number one. Uh, Paul, you have Winter Soldier, Iron Man, Captain America, and then Avengers, just as like your top four. John, you have Winter Soldier, Avengers, Iron Man, and Iron Man 3. I have Winter Soldier, Avengers, Iron Man 2, and Iron Man as my top four. And going I, back and rewatching this now, and as like we're talking through it, I knew this was going to be kind of towards the top of my list. I I think I'm ready to put this as my number two. I'm putting this in front of Avengers because it sets up a lot, and it does it really well. I watched Winter Soldier. I finished watching Winter Soldier this week, and we just watched this talking through it. This is my number one. Wow. Wow. Okay. I think you could put this in front of me at any time and I'd watch it. And I think Winter Soldier, I would do the same thing. But I'm having more fun with this movie. Well, you also had some fun enhancers with this movie while watching it. One, you're watching it with some great beer. No, but it's still on on its own. One half, you're watching it with some great friends. And on its own, it'd be... And that's what I'm asking. On its own. On its own, I think I would take I would take this one. It's a great sci-fi movie. It's just uh, the humor, everything in this to me just works on all cylinders with characters I don't care about. Yeah. When I went to see Winter Soldier, I had already read those comic books. I was already a fan of Captain America and Winter Soldier. And it delivered with that. This is something I didn't care about. And I love those characters because of this. I don't read any of the comic books because they're not the same Yeah, they're, it's voice. not, it's it's not, not the as same good. characters. Yeah. Paul? This is the I, issue I have with comic books in general is that they don't live up to the movies that I fall in love with. Guess what? Kevin Feige is now in charge of all the comic books as well. Yeah. So He's, he's just kind of run for really. like president of the universe at some point. He's just, he They're just keeps talking about up. trying to make him the head of Star Wars as well. So, yeah. Well, he's going to be working on one of the the trilogies. upcoming trilogies. But So this is my number two now. John's number one. Paul, where does it fall for uh, you? Uh, looking at my list with Winter Soldier, that is my number one. I, I, I enjoy Winter Soldier more than this movie. The question is do I enjoy this movie more than Iron Man? The first Iron Man. I think I kind of do. Which is no, weird. that's, that's okay to come to those more, realizations. Then I've watched the original Iron Man now. Because, Paul, that's that's why I decided at the end of every single one of these, we would sit and be like, you know, after you watch it, yeah. we talk about it. Like, where does it fall, actually, in that list? Uh, give Greg the list of the movies that we reviewed before, oh, so far. I was, I was going to throw it over to yeah. Greg after we get through the first uh, so, end so credits yeah, thing. I think it's Winter Soldier, then Guardians of the Galaxy. Does not sound right coming out of my mouth. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound right, but I mean, it when you, you know, think about it, like, if, no, it's... If we hadn't done this, or 
if I hadn't, if I rewatched this, I think it would still be a toss up between one and two. I just the, with Winter Soldier, the balance of this with the comedy and everything, it's just a really good, well-rounded movie. Because when I watch this, I know I'm not taking this too seriously. Because of the dance off at the end, it is just a silly distraction. But you know, it's just a fun movie. It's fun, and it's a it's a great sci-fi movie. Yeah. And it's hard to find good sci-fi. Movies. I do enjoy all the designs of the ships, which is weird for me. You know, for me because I yeah, but that's yeah, that's I a part of it. That kind of stuff. I'm like, I would want models of those ships, but I don't buy them because you know. Where are you gonna put it? Oh, here we go. End credits. Collector. Cosmo coming over. Mm-hmm. He died in space, but you know whatever. Like let's <laughs> no, let's no, laugh no. about it. He didn't die. He, he was picked up by the collector. Oh okay okay, okay there you go. Seth Green. Seth Green is Howard the Duck, who will appear again at the, at the end of a. Uh, what does he just say right there? It burns going down. It burns going down. Mm-hmm. Um. So Paul, do you? Yeah, it's it's. Number two. Is your number two? It's my number two. It's John's number one. Number one. So, Greg, you were not prepared for this, and I apologize for that. But as as is wont to do at the end of each of these episodes, that's our listing of movies we've rated so far. We so I'm rating this. So yeah, twenty two, twenty three. Not so far at this point. We've only watched the first ten of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So put it in that list. So read what we have there and put them in your order from one to ten. Okay, so of so of nine films, so we're basically we're going through, yeah. So All every movie up until this, up point, until this, yes. Okay, now put it in. I'm actually I'm going to go a step farther because the answer doesn't change, and it's. <laughs> but let me but let me ask you this though. What is the ranking based on? And it's, your your favorites, like how you how you enjoy it, how you think it but fits in the Marvel like, universe as a movie. Or are we saying... It's in the scope of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Greg, come over to my house. Let's watch a Marvel movie. Okay, so let me... And then he's saying, oh, Paul, well, let's definitely watch... That's my number one choice. So let me... I watched that last week. Here's... Okay, so... Okay, then, Paul, let's watch... That would be your number two Let me give you a... Oh, I watched it two weeks ago. Let me give you a long, convoluted answer, because... This is a people podcast that have listened that the to this have do. not had. We're used to that because <laughs> people have listened to us watch a movie for this long. I'm sure. No, they've watched the movie with yeah. us. Yeah. Is so, how it is. Or like you, so they've turned it off because they're listening to it in our car. No, I actually listened to that whole goddamn thing in my car <laughs> because my phone fell underneath my seat and I was in the hills of the southern tier and I couldn't do anything. So I'm listening to the shit and there are like there's like ten minute silences yeah. with ooh. <laughs> we're a lot better in this episode with like anyway, well because we'd all no, seen no, the movie no, like multiple right. times like there's like we can was, talk about it there was also some silence there's like pauses there's pauses but, but it's for hear the movie it was pauses was for good case. moments oh, in the movie God, that was, that's a thing but anyway yeah, that's anyway so something that we alluded to earlier this was the movie that maybe a these movies are are pretty good to a I am now I should just sign my paycheck over to Marvel. Like, that's... Anything they do, I'm going to watch. Like, I now am committed. Like, the Netflix stuff, I'm committed. The ABC TV shit, I'm committed. I watched every goddamn episode of The Inhumans because of this. Oh. Movie. I did. I did. I watched, I watched the first episode. one. First episode. 
and part of the second one. And I didn't even off. get that far. I watched every episode of that shit. And it was because this movie blew me away. And I had such low, low expectations for it. We, we yeah. talked about this. We, we were out drinking beforehand. With my wife, with some other friends, and we're just laughing like, "Yeah, this oh, is this, this is going to be terrible." Like, let's let's line up the jokes now. Let's get them mm-hmm. over with. Like, this is going to be ridiculous. Like, train wreck. At what point? Mm-hmm. At what point do we stay? Like, we were even talking about. It. At what point do we leave early to come and get drinks? drinks. If it gets and really bad, do we right. just yeah? <laughs> yeah like, just... it was. This was the the coffin was already sealed. This was the final nail. Whatever. And it blew me away. So I'm we not were gonna... also coming off of Thor: The Dark World at this point, right? So it seemed like, and actually, I didn't. Actually, well, you're coming I, off of Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah, because oh, Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier had already I come out. Seen, I had not seen Winter Soldier. Yet. I had seen oh. Thor: The Dark World, and then I said, "Well, fuck it." I'm like, at least I'm going to get good Captain America movies. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a good Avenger. I did not see. And... Actually, I didn't see Winter Soldier until like well after, like until its DVD release. And it was. Now, I will tell you this. As far as movie, as far as story, I would probably put Winter Soldier first. And maybe even um, Civil War next. That being said, (laughs) my favorite... What Civil War? We haven't watched that movie yet. It doesn't exist. Uh, That being said, my, my favorite MCU film is still Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's because of that... That low expectation to that revelatory change in me of making this entire universe make sense. This entire idea of the holistic universe. The Avengers was great, and I liked it. But this changed it to, it can now be intergalactic. I hated uh, Fantastic Four. I never, I didn't really care for the cartoon. I hated the movies. As, as everyone good. should. I mean, you're right. But just, I was very mad at Marvel when it went stellar. Mm-hmm. I liked Marvel on Earth. I liked, yeah. you know, the thing of Marvel is supposed to be like the the beat stuff, like on the street. You know, it wasn't even citywide. Yeah. It wasn't even countrywide. It wasn't worldwide. It was a it was, block. A couple blocks. My neighborhood. Right. Right. That that was to me. That was the Marvel that I liked. I was a big like Punisher and Venom. Those were the two, those were my two. Oh, not Spider-Man. No, I didn't. Actually, I didn't like Spider-Man. Like I, he was too wholesome. Like it, yeah, you and I have had conversations about Venom. Right. Venom was my guy. As Paul helped me relieve myself of some comic books for that, to my lucrative advantage. Uh, I like Venom. He was very. He was niche. He was dark. But he wasn't global. He was certainly wasn't interstellar. This movie totally changed my entire paradigm of how Marvel works. So it's not that the movie, as a movie, is better. It's just what it attempted to do, what it succeeded with me, makes it the best of all the MCU movies that have happened. So where did the rest of the movies fall at that point? Do you, okay. After looking at, it, are you able to build a list of like, okay, like I could, Guardians I could number one is your number two, right? The um, list, the ones down here. Yeah, so pick one of them on our lists and just go through. Because you said Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier be two. Based on this list, then I would go Avengers. No, actually, I would go Iron Man then Avengers. Um, 
camp. The first one? No. Yeah, the okay. first one. Yep. Um, you, I didn't like the first one the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. but every time I've watched it since, it's gotten better. It's like it's uh, really weird. It's, it's I, not great, but yeah. I, I hated it. Yeah, I would have put it on the bottom of my list till we did it for this review. And I think also it had to do with me watching all those other. You, you, you see movies. all the other stuff. Yeah, you see where and then it ends. I put that watching it again. I'm like, oh, it's a Captain America prequel. I can get behind it now. Right. It's it's really the thing that pisses me off about if they made it more World War Two ish. Yes. Ish. Yeah. Without the laser, the laser guns. shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I would have liked it more. And even like Red Skull was a little over the top. Like fine, yeah. You I expect, know, I whatever. Red, right, it's going to be over the top. That is what it is. But um, the just the whole story of Captain America himself was fantastic. Just it was well acted, it was well told, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that that was my problem with it. But other than that, what else we got here? Um, so Hulk is definitely the bottom, and then yeah. Uh, Thor 2 would be the next from the bottom, even if you take that out to the 22 movies. That's, yeah. No, that stays the same. I think that's going to be a common thread as we get through everything. Those are going to fall to the bottom. I didn't hate Iron Man 2. A lot of people piss on Iron Man yeah, 2. Yeah, that's one of my upper, like, it's, I like it more than the first Iron Man because it's, it seems fresher. I like, it's, I, I think I, it injects a lot into the Marvel Universe. I didn't like it more than the original Iron Man but there's there was two things going on with that so first off let's talk about with this movie how much I was excited like I was not expecting much and I was excited I was let down by Iron Man 2 only because I thought Whiplash was mm-hmm. not Whiplash I thought he was going to be Omega Red okay uh-huh. and I was very disappointed in that because I wanted to see Omega Red but that's I can't blame the movie for that. That's just thank, thank you, confusing. Because that's my big thing about like the current Star Wars movies, where people are blaming the movies for not being what they wanted it or expected it to be. It's like, well, that's not the movie's fault. Iron Man three, I actually, I really like the the PTSD aspect Mm -hmm. of it. Um, I like the him without the suit fighting back aspect. That where Iron Man two was very much like, this is my new suit. Like some better than I was kind of thing, um, but I, I thought it was still a, a legit movie. It was it was good, um, so that that's kind of hard. So I would say probably Thor one would be the third from the bottom. Yeah, not great. Then three, two, one, Iron Man, uh, Cap, Winter, and then this one, Guardians. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Avengers, and then yeah, yeah. That's a good list. It's a good list, and it's a good movie. Uh, And I can't wait for the next one, Part 11, where we won't be doing it as a live commentary. It'll just be one of the regular great Marvel movie retrospectives. But you know what? I I like doing it this way. I think it's a lot more fun. Like, Mm -hmm. Not to say we'll do one of these again soon, but I had more fun with this one than I did with the Big Trouble Little China because it's a movie we've all seen multiple times so like we don't feel the need to stop to watch it until those moments where it's like oh there's a really funny part coming up and when we were when you guys were starting this review like three years ago I had asked you (laughs) let me be part of this one because of how much this movie meant to my fandom nerddom whatever you want to call it it, because it 
it, it's important. Like it's on the top. They changed that. It's on the top of all of our lists, and hopefully, we're on the top of your list when it comes to listening to podcasts. So rate and review us. Wherever on, you listen to over on Apple Podcasts because it's it's not the iTunes anymore. I'm still gonna say iTunes from time to time. Everyone yeah. knows what it means. I listen to this on uh, Podcast Addict, so uh, that's go. that's my personal on your Zoom, like in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah, it's weird. As much as like we talked about Volume Two, I don't know if I can put it over this movie. Oh no, I I don't think it is. It'll come up to when we actually do. Uh, I think that'll be the next live commentary when we do in February. Guardians Volume Two. I would actually say that Volume Two is in the bottom percentile of MCU films because they've just gotten so much better over time. I I, I really think like Winter Soldier is where they really took a big turn, and it's Winter Soldier and this. They're like, oh yeah, it's a suspense. Thriller movie with superheroes in the MCU universe. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. even like this is a space drama in the MCU universe, mm-hmm. right? It's right. yeah. That, that and I think it. I put a lot of. Uh, I thought uh, Asia Ultron was going to be a lot better than it was. I still think it's a, a good movie, but I put yeah. a lot more emphasis on like. Oh, I, I like Age of Ultron. I'm excited to rewatch it. I rewatch it more so than the original Avengers. I'm looking forward to rewatching uh, it. And but like Winter Soldier and this, I was like, well, this is going to be great. And I had a lot going in on it, and it didn't meet some of my expectations for what I thought it was going to be. But I think it's got a lot of great moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Hawkeye family stuff isn't my favorite with that. Well, but my like favorite moment best. is with Hawkeye when he's like, I'm a guy with a bow and arrow. You have superpowers. Like, if you want to stay in here, you can. But if you go out there, you're, you're an Avenger. Avenger. Yep. Now I'm not going to watch your back anymore because that's. But that's. It's but that's here. not the problem. The problems with with Avengers two was the uh, girl ripping out the heart of Ultron like that. That was kind of dumb. And then you had like this completely logical robot that was overly emotional like and that well, because was kind of well, uh, so much of that is built off of, yeah he's built yeah. off of tony stark and also vision and also uh banner banner bruce banner he's right, a but, composite of all three but that his ai so he's going to make quote unquote emotional decisions and uh, well i mean we'll talk about this more in the next one but that's so much for like people's like oh like ultron he's he's supposed to be a villain but he's too just like familiar and colloquial it's like yeah. well no it's because he's based off of Jarvis and Tony Stark like mm-hmm. so that's why he's acting that way because that's who he is and yeah, he, he hates that he is Tony Stark or that he's based off of Tony Stark and that's why he goes after and Law I think, I think it's a really interesting movie yeah uh, yeah but it's just like I mean going back and rewatching these because a lot of them Avengers Age of Ultron I haven't seen in like you know what the problem with me in Age of Ultron is because I assume that Avengers is the move the good one, and I'm like yeah, but I think I like Age of Ultron more, and I'm not sure. Well, it's... I question Age of Ultron, so I rewatch it versus I just okay. give a pass of the original Avengers. Avengers. Right. So I've watched Age of Ultron the, a lot more, the, and I end up liking it because I've watched it. The problem is, is that the because of how good. The acting has been for Loki. They've kept that character around, which, if you would follow Avengers to its logical conclusion, Loki would be 
put down or banished or something, and he would never show up. But because but he's such a fan like favorite, him. he comes back. So it almost makes Avengers seem less impactful. Yeah, yeah but, but if Loki, that logic stayed true, then Killmonger would still be around. But yeah. Loki is always going to be a Thor. I wouldn't see villain, but a piece of the Thor lore. Sure. And it is because Tom Hiddleston does a great job and he's super charming that he's stayed through. But if... More charming and more likable than Michael B. Jordan, though? I think so, yeah. I, well, see, I, the thing was, like, when we get to Black Michael Panther, we'll talk about this. He, he was... You can you can commiserate with him, like, you can understand where he's coming from, but also you can't... Just say, like... Anything. Yeah, you can't justify, like, well, you, that's a big jump to make, like... But the oppressed being the new oppressors? Yeah, but I mean, it seems he, like human history to me. It, no, it, it does, but like, it's I'll hard to like support that as a villain. Like, it's, I'll it's team up with you. Old oppressors have been the new oppressors. That's always been the case. I'll team up with the you. Mink don't but ultimately, Europe, my goal is to kill you, mm-hmm. to then throw you over to Wakanda to gain something to do this. He's with his girlfriend that you never see again, and he never thinks about her again yeah. because, again, she is a pawn that he is using. Like, there's nothing in the end you agree with, you know, I think he's right, and he's got a good reason to be a villain if he's a villain, but in the end, do the end justify the means? Yeah. What he's done to get to where he is, he's still, he's not a good guy at all. And that's and that's where he becomes the villain, or it's like, no, like, you're not wrong, but, like, the way you're trying to, like, justify and make things go is like, no. But he's been raised... He became a black ops operative like he's like he's a tool that's been shaped to do this one thing yeah, he but, is a hammer all problems are a nail yeah but he's also choosing to go back there to take over yeah you know he's mm-hmm. he's he's made it his mission also he's made no friends along the way there's no one that he sympathizes with loki at least does sympathize even during avengers you see him like struggle with like is it you know when Thor greets him like is this what you wanted is this the ruling that you expected to have and he goes well you see that that moment of hesitation he goes well it's too late like I th- yeah, this is I, what I, it, I have to you know what I mean so Loki through. like humanizes himself which Warmonger does not do okay. well yeah and you get like the only time you get that is like literally when he's dying looking at the sunset mm-hmm. he doesn't even humanize himself he just says. Do not bear it. Let me, yeah, let me die like the people that I emulate yeah. died. Yeah, throw me into the sea like my ancestors. That Which historically didn't like... happen, but whatever. That's it. But he, it's the whole idea of, yeah, because I'm nobody gonna... cared about the dead bodies down there. They just let them be there. Right. Yeah. And it... they didn't, like, throw toss the dead bodies overboard because they weren't going to even put up with, you know, no. they didn't want to be even confused by that. Right. And Loki, I mean, Loki has those moments in the beginning of Thor where he's fighting with his brother. He goes with his brother to do this, mm-hmm. even though he knows it's wrong. And it's more of finding out the flaw of their father that really tips him towards being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And even then, when he's a bad guy, he's not always a bad guy. Avengers, mm-hmm. he's used as a bad guy. He sacrifices himself in but Dark World. You see the dismay in him when the Chitari come and and the war that's coming. Like you see that the humanizing moment in that it's it, it's a brief scene. Well, yeah, it's a it's, it's a moment where he's like, "Shit, this is bigger." This than, is not what I wanted. Yeah. 
but then he commits. He says, "Well, I'm I'm committed. I'm I'm going to stick with it. Whatever." I'm committed. He's I Which think he's a more humanized. He's not a bad guy, but he keeps. He's also he he's multi-dimensional. I mean, by by his sheer you know token of being of mischief, right? There's there's more yeah. to him. So you see, like there's more to this character, which is great. The problem that you have with Killmonger is you don't you don't have that same same thing, which is why. And then even with uh, with Ultron, it's I want to destroy the entire planet so that it is now so everything that's left is metal. Like that's Me. that's pretty damn bad. Loki doesn't want he doesn't want to destroy anything. He's even telling him like he I'm I'm going to help you. I'm going to remove the burden of freedom for like he actually thinks he's he's helping. He thinks he's coming as a savior. I think that's why he's a more relatable antagonist, which makes for a better film. Which is, you know, mm-hmm. and why people like him, right? And also just the charisma, the with the chemistry on screen. Like, I mean, that's just all Tom Hiddleston, but um, that's great. Well, him and Chris Hemsworth are like best friends. They met on that film, and they've been best friends like. Tom Hiddleston comes to Christmas with him in Australia. Oh, like, all right. So, uh, shall like and subscribe? Yeah, do that thing. Yeah, like and subscribe, do all that. and download our RSS feed and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and you know. I think finding us over on Facebook is the best way to let us know you like our show. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs>